are geek-centric, and you can be too. Welcome to the Geek-Centric Podcast, and welcome to our special Behind the Geeks episode for Zack Snyder's Rebel Moon Part 1, A Child of Fire. My name is Nate, and if you're joining us for the first time, we are Geek-Centric, a podcast focusing on the world of movies, TV shows, video games, and all things Geek-Centric. Joining me for today's rebellious episode, uh, he's here in, in signature Zack Snyder slow motion. He's Justin the Lunar Lovin' Lawrence. How are you? How are you doing? Doing good, man. <laughs> doing good, man. I'm I, I'm stoked to talk to you about this one. And this is uh this is a very special behind the geeks episode, uh as it marks Geek Centric's first ever Hollywood premiere, which is not something I thought we were gonna say this early on in, in the trajectory of of geek centric of the company but justin i've uh, you know i've been waiting for a long time to talk to you about this uh, i was following your journey to la through our socials and seeing everything you got up to uh let's talk about it let's break it down i want you to let me uh, take take me and our listeners on a journey what was this like your first hollywood premiere well, yeah, this is this is huge for Geek Centric. Uh, you know, being asked to attend a Hollywood premiere in L.A. at the Chinese Theater. Uh, this is such a this was such a surreal experience, um, and it was great because I think the same experience for all the Canadians that that joined. There was there was two others, uh, uh, Shabazz from the movie podcasts, yeah. and uh, Andrew Powell, who is uh, runs the Gate, um, a, a online blog. And, you know, we, we were talking about how we, we we got this email and it was just literally an itinerary uh, with no request. And we were like, well, why are we getting the L.A. itinerary? And then it follows up with the, from the PR team. Well, we wanted to invite you to uh, uh, L.A. And I know when I shared it with you, we were we were shocked. And I, I didn't think that we would end 2023 with our first first opportunity to see a Hollywood premiere. But here we are at uh, the close of 2023 and having done this experience. Um, but it was a really quick day. Like I literally left Toronto at 8 a.m. and arrived at just 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 after 12 in mm -hmm. L.A. Uh, Pacific time. Um, and it was go, go, go to the hotel, chill there, get stuff together for the next day, which would be interviews. Uh, um, but, you know, go to the premiere. Let's start with the premiere, though. Chinese theater. Yeah, it was in Hollywood. It was, it was beautiful. Uh, like it's everything that you would imagine. I have a, they have a lot of great little photos around uh, in the area. The acoustics is 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 really good. Uh, everything feels like it's booming. Uh, the screen's yeah. gorgeous. Uh, but just just the the history, the architecture, the what what the Chinese theater is 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 known for uh, in in the Hollywood staple. That was like me fanboying for sure. Like I was like a tourist, <laughs> a, a movie. Tourist. That was the first fanboy. Yeah, exactly. That yeah. was the the first of many because for sure, yeah. even just arriving at the hotel was like whoa i'm in beverly hills this is wild <laughs> um but yeah the premiere you know 
we went in a separate way versus the the red carpet. Um, so we went in um, and we found our seats. Um, did they let you keep your phone? What's the rules there? Did they put yeah, your phone they, in a bag? Did, this mysterious bag that we've all no, heard? no, no, no. It wasn't. Uh, it wasn't that <laughs> uh, that tight. They actually let us keep our phones. They did obviously okay. state the obvious. Don't, don't record, record the, <laughs> the premiere. You know, right. Don't don't. Yeah. Uh, while the movie's playing, right? But of course, uh, you know, to open up the movie, Zack Snyder came out with. Uh, I'm not sure what they're called. Uh, I, I'm going to call them the the Mother World guards. Uh, they look creepy will. with those masks. Yeah, yeah, they were all <laughs> over the red carpet and and then the after party as well. But yeah, they they uh, they escorted Zack Snyder and his producing partner Deborah Snyder and and the head of Netflix as well out. Um, you know, they did their their thank yous and you know applauding everyone for the hard work because definitely you can see that there was a lot of hard work in terms of bringing this movie to life uh so yeah it was it was great to have that sentiment to kind of kick off this movie and then the after party yeah what was that like well the after party was was a lot of fun it was actually on um hollywood boulevard so they turned the red carpet the what was the red carpet into the after party portion Um, It was great. There was uh, the whole cast was there. They were very accessible. Um, You know, there's fans there as well. Uh, So there's a lot of people, you know, the entire cast just, you know, getting photos and stuff like that. But I saw Ray Fisher as I was going to the bathroom. Uh, And (laughs) I was just like, hey, man, you were great in the movie. Right. Uh, So you know, it was it was cool just how accessible and, and, you know, how approachable everyone was. Uh, Certain people, I think, obviously had people around them to obviously control the flow of of people uh, interacting, but to see a lot of these people just so up close and be able to interact with them, it was, it was pretty cool. It was, it was amazing. That's it was, dope. Yeah, it was pretty. That's dope. And it wasn't, it wasn't just uh, you know the cast and and Zack Snyder and stuff. You also got to make some some new friends, some some yeah. friends in the industry that maybe we've tweeted with back and forth. Yeah, even just someone that I followed is uh, Brandon Davis. Uh, I I said to you before I left, if I see Brandon Davis, I'm gonna say hello. And you manifest. Sure it. enough, sure enough, he was there <laughs> and he was super cool. Uh, Shay from the movie podcast uh, and I, we 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 chatted his ear off a little bit, and you know, we talked about this movie. We talked about uh, just uh, you know coverage in general, covering things. Mm-hmm. Uh, his busy schedule, his wrestling, his next forte into wrestling and what oh, wow. that looks like. And um, yeah. yeah, hopefully we can invite him on if he has time. You know, he's super busy, but it would be great to have him on uh, the podcast to learn a little more insight because um, he's super busy. And I meant what I said to him. I said, like, a lot of what he does is such an inspiration to myself yeah. uh, in the level of comfort and having an approachability and and understanding how to ask, asking the right questions in the moment. Um, and it just feeling so natural, right? Uh, he, he, cool. he really is a, a beacon of that. So also, um, I wanted to just quickly jump in and, uh, did you, you, there's, there was a really fancy, it looked like you were in the movie. Were you in the, mo- <laughs> were you in this movie? What happened? There was something posted. Yeah. Yeah, though they had a activation set up uh, on the at the after party. It was in a in a van, um, and I, I think if if anyone was familiar, you know, in Brazil, uh, mm-hmm. when Rebel Moon was there doing their big promo stuff, they had a set, uh, and they would have people come in, and Zack Snyder was directing them, and it was shot with a cinematic camera, and they had like a digital screen as like a backdrop and props and and elements to help kind of build out a world. They brought that to the after party and sort of inserted it in this big van. 
and you got to go in you get to dress that was up in a van yeah it was in a huge a huge van like it's like almost okay. like a bus i guess more so okay. or less right because i had i was able to fit in it but it wasn't long <laughs> yeah right? but it was it was tall um and it was wild. It was it was absolutely crazy. Like they 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 had a cinematic camera with an anamorphic lens on it. Um, what's crazy is that the, the, what 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 I have posted in my stories, which you can check out on on my Instagram at hello I'm Jlaw. Um, but you can check it out there. But it's it's they give you a nine by sixteen. Yeah. Uh, so it's a, a vertical cut. But when you see the like widescreen anamorphic cinematic, it's. Yeah breathtaking like so cool. the, the, the quality and given also the fact that this is done on a controlled set with controlled lighting a digital screen as a as a background it's it's fantastic so that was such a cool activation that they had uh, a little pop-up that they had at this uh after party that really like i saw everyone like i saw soups soups was there i saw him in line to do it and uh, he he had he got it done and and it was it was great um yeah i saw straw hat goofy as well doing yeah. it as well and and he was on he was at the after party as well so it was such a wild time to be doing the same thing that these people that i follow and i was seeing later do it was it was wild it was such a cool time that's so cool. Uh, listen, if if you haven't already checked it out, I mean, maybe you can repost it to the the We Are Geek Centric. Uh, it's all there too. It's actually Instagram there too. Well. I've, Perfect. I've put it. I've put it on as a as a highlight reel. Um, as a highlight. Go check uh, it out. On, it looks like he's stories. in the movie. It's so cool. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I'll definitely link it in the in the in the description too. Um. So yeah, the after party. We didn't say too too late at this point. You know, we rolled in around ten. We left around like twelve thirty or so. It's about two and a half hours. And I saw, I saw you were getting into, you were getting into other people's posts as well. Yeah, I was, I, I was like sort of looking up the event and like searching. I just see tall Justin in different areas well, that's what, or that's the what, side of your head. Or that's what Brandon Davis was saying. He was saying, you know, Liam's tall. Liam Cowell's extremely tall. Yeah. Um, but he's like, there's not many people in this industry that are tall. Then he looks at me. And he's like, but you're pushing it, man. You're like, <laughs> you're like right there with me. So. Um, which was pretty cool because yeah, I, I am pretty tall. I, I did see my head bobbing around in uh, in people's footage, and uh, I made a friend at the seats in the theater. Okay, um, her name is Crystal. Uh, she was an yeah. absolute delight. It was just her and I in this row, um, and we just you know shot the shit and just got to know each other. And I learned a lot about her. She learned a lot about me, and you know I talked about my family. I talked about you know this experience and you know being Canadian, and she told me about her career and her path. And, and it was really great. Like so cool to just, you know, to meet a, to make a friend, uh, yeah. on this, on this year in the industry. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Especially and, on this scale. Um, yeah, and I'm, I'm very grateful yeah. also for the time I had with, with, with Shay and with Andrew, uh, Andrew Powell, they were both really, really friendly and, and very helpful, obviously not knowing the ins and outs. And if I had questions, I would just be like, so what do you do in this situation like this? Or, you know, how yeah. does this work? And, you know, it, it was, it was really nice to, to have that and just to get to know Shay more. And, and in a lot of ways, it was, uh, it was a really cool experience. Very cool. Well, yeah. so then you got back to the hotel, you were wasted. You <laughs> called me in a panic. You said, I don't know what to ask anyone. Oh, what do I do? No, come uh, on. You, <laughs> come on. Like, okay. So obviously going into this, I was like, I want to come up with questions that will focus that we could focus and ask um ask all the groups all the pairings that will you'll you'll hear um mm -hmm. the same question so i set myself up with that beforehand but it wasn't until the morning of that i found out about the the most exciting uh uh <laughs> interview op and that one 
that one, I had so many questions. Yeah, it was the easiest to come up with. And even with like, you know, a two hour window of notice, I was like writing things down and stuff like that. So fantastic. Uh, man. Well, listen, who did you get a chance to go all the way to L.A. Uh, to chat with from Rebel Moon? Well, the, the pairings that I referred to are all the cast. So I was fortunate enough to sit down with uh, Sophia Patella, uh, who plays Cora. Ed Skrein, who plays uh, uh, Atticus Noble, uh, mm-hmm. the villain of this movie. I also had the chance to sit down with Jaimon Ansu, who plays Titus, um, fantastic character. Uh, I also chatted uh, with Stasnir, who plays uh, Tarek. And then I talked to Ray Fisher, who plays Darian. Um, and then I also talked to Cleopatra Coleman, who plays Devra, uh, Darian's sister. And then finally, E. Duffy, who plays Milas. The reason why the three of them are paired together is because they're part of a, a group in this movie called the Blood Axis. And okay. uh, they're they're super integral to the They're to like the, story. the rebels. Yeah, they're sort of the beginning of that rebel concept. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it was really great. Like, it made sense, all these pairings, um, which you know, we'll talk about after we get through the interviews, but the addition that I was referring to is Bro. with director, cinematographer, writer, producer of rebel moon, Zack Snyder. Uh, this, this was like, again, like I said, I wanted to come in with the actors with questions that I could ask across the board that they could really chew on. And, and they gave me some really great responses as you'll hear. And for Zack Snyder, it was just, I had endless amounts of questions. Like five minutes was, was not enough time. I could have gone for 10 minutes and, but I am extremely grateful for uh, this opportunity. So a huge thanks to our friends at Netflix, Netflix Canada, the opportunity to be uh, invited to this event, to experience this event uh, in person, to experience everything and to and to even just go through the motions of doing this junket. Uh, it is an experience that is like top of my list that I will will ever forever cherish and really does does rank as like one of the top top experiences that geek centric has been a part of uh and and hopefully there's more hopefully there's more i'm going to put it out there we, we we sort of manifested this experience i'm really hoping there's there's more opportunities in the future i think there will be and uh i'm i'm personally justin i'm super proud uh of you that you're able to hold down the fort you're able to represent geek centric yeah. uh in la uh, and uh, yeah, you should be proud. I think uh, I, I enjoyed these interviews, and I think everyone listening uh, is going to enjoy these interviews. So, without further ado, uh, please enjoy our interviews with director Zack Snyder and the cast of Rebel Moon Part One A Child of Fire. First up is my interview with Ray Fisher, Cleopatra Coleman, and E. Duffy. Enjoy. How are you guys doing? Doing well. Awesome. I'm doing fantastic. As I mentioned, I'm here talking with you fine folks, and I am so grateful for you guys to join us on the Geek Centric Podcast. Uh, one of the standouts from this movie, because I was fortunate enough to see the film last night at the premiere, saw all your faces there. It was great. Awesome. Um, the performances are outstanding. You guys just absolutely killed it. There's just such a commitment and honesty to these performances. I wanted to know, when you're reading these words in the script and you're, you're sort of translating them into the characters, how do you connect with these characters? How do you find a way to connect them to bring them to life? Ray, let's start with you. Uh, well, I think, I mean, you said it, it's all in the script, right? I think it's all in the words. I think Zach, Kurt, and Shade did a phenomenal job in fleshing out these characters. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of supplemental uh, conversation that was had with Zach and, uh, and the crew to really uh, get a sense 
as to who these characters are and what world they're living in specifically within this universe because we have so much diversity between yes. all the different planets and all the different factions and yeah. uh, different groups of people. I It was awesome being able to dig into it and figure out how the blood axes were different from mm -hmm. everyone else that uh, we encounter in the film up until that point. Yeah, there's such a unity between you guys. Cleo, pop up for yourself. Yeah, well, I think approaching any character, some are easier to get into than others. And I and I think Devra, for me, was one of the easier ones that I've had to, to sort of get into her psychology and understand, like, what her MO is, what she wants, and uh, how she goes about getting what she wants. Yes. Yeah, I, I mean, the characters were, were so fully formed on the page, so we were lucky to start there. Yeah. Um, and then have Zach, who's been sitting with these characters for so long. Yeah. It's just like, you know, you can mine him for information at all right. times. But really just um, sitting with them, living with them, um, working out and thinking about them, or you know, talking to each other about them. It We had so much time because... Um, uh, we had we had two months to prepare for this uh, oh, 153 awesome. day shoot. Oh, wow. um, that uh, it really it came kind of organically and and not always explicitly, you mm -hmm. know. Yeah, it feels sort of natural. Again, it, yeah. that's that's what just stood out from everyone's performance is just an honesty. There was a belief there, right? Like it doesn't feel like anyone's actually like acting, even though it is acting. I just mean that there's there's a real honest place that these characters are coming from. So well, outstanding. Yeah, um, thank you. Okay, like. You guys are obviously Zack Snyder fans. You know his work. He is known for, for needle drops. Fun question for you guys. If you were to choose a song that would best represent your character, any song, what would it be? I... Probably... No. No, not that one. I'll tell you what. I Today I would choose uh, The Payback by James Brown. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I like that. I like that. Clear, how about for yourself? I know it's a tough question. <laughs> I thought I'd stump you guys. Because you guys I'm are like such rock stars. I'm sitting so. here going, why can't I think of one single song ever? <laughs> it's it's just too many songs. It's like absolutely. It's it's sort of like kind of like thinking of your own theme song, right? Yeah. I find like the song that you think best represents your character. Um, you know what? I'll move to the next question because I know I've stumped you. We got to save some time. That's here. a first. That's a first for me. Um, you know, I, I obviously asked you guys how do you connect with these characters. Is there anything you want you'll take away from these characters, or that you've learned about yourself through playing these characters in any way? Yeah, yeah. I think um, Melius gave me an opportunity to find my own inner strength, and um, that was really such a gift. Awesome. Yeah, same. I would say Devra is someone who, she's a lot better at this than I am. She's good at making difficult decisions, even if it's not the most likable decision. I think with age, you get better at that, mm -hmm. and I'm like working towards that, but Devra has that locked down yeah yeah she's confident yeah right she knows she knows her stuff yeah she doesn't mind if people don't like her she'll make the right decision right absolutely yeah. right and i think uh for darian i think it's definitely something that a relearning or a reigniting of a fire that sort of rebellious spirit and uh the idea that coming together by coming together we can achieve great things and overcome insurmountable odds i, I love that that's such a great message that i think everyone today in this world could benefit from is just understanding that we're stronger together than we are divided um, and I think that there's just so much reality to a lot of those situations mm. uh, and, and the situations throughout the story that really do connect back to the real world so guys thank you so much again I've said it guys are rock stars in this movie I can't wait to see more thank you so much right. have a good one 
Next is my interview with Jaimon Ansu and Staz Mir. It's very nice to meet you and have you on the Geek Centric podcast. It's awesome to have the opportunity. How are you both doing no, today? No, great. Yeah, great. Fantastic. Yeah, fantastic. fantastic. We Busy had an day, amazing yeah. opening uh, yesterday. I mean, a uh, premiere yeah. uh, last night. So, yeah, we're all very excited uh, for, for, for it to come out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, 21st. I was there. I was very excited. First time I've ever done something yeah. like this. So, mm-hmm. um, I was so taken back by the performances throughout this entire movie. And you guys delivered. Uh, Thank you, so You know, Titus is such a, almost like a broken hero. Yeah, he's just finding a new right. path. That's a great way of saying yeah. that. Yeah. And, and you're, you're very much finding your path. Yes. And I just wanted to know, like, when you're coming up with, like, with finding the sort of personality, the soul of these mm-hmm. characters, like, how do you connect with these characters to bring them to life? Stas, let's start with you. Uh, I, you we've spoken about this before. I mean, you have to connect to something organic to yourself. You know, yes. you can't be looking outwardly and trying to add pieces onto yourself. It's it's it, it, it's a case of finding finding how this what, how this drive or this this emotion or this feeling this moment is truthful to you. And if it doesn't feel completely natural, embellishing on the the traits that already exist in all of us, mm-hmm. and embellishing on those traits that need to be more defined or more refined mm-hmm. for for the character. Uh, I, Again, the, this, like you said, the, the both of us are kind of on this path back to mm-hmm. redemption, back to heroism, back to and and, and that's that's a that's a feeling I think every actor has felt, every person who's struggled in any occupation, any form of life has felt the the path to, right. you know, and, and and the journey is 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 often the most interesting and the most filled with with with, with, with things to draw from. So, you know. The, a the, the the backstory was so so effective that Zach created for us, and the, and the writing was there, and and the rest was just connecting to solitude, connecting to the idea that my my greatest day is yet to come, even if it feels so dark now, mm-hmm. you know, and that's and it's connecting to those ideas and thoughts and how how that relates to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I have to say that um, you know of course we're dealing with a sci-fi uh, fantasy. Uh, world that he's been uh, fantasizing for <laughs> over 30 some years yeah. uh, and I happened to accidentally meet him early yeah. uh, in his career when he was still in film school and mm-hmm. uh, taking pictures and uh, you know doing a, uh, he was doing a range of things. he's yeah. doing a number of things and uh, little that I knew uh, I would be he would be this man would be creating 300 mm-hmm. you know such an iconic picture yeah. called 300 and then later um, uh, you know, me for me to exist yeah. in this uh, uh, concept of his uh, called Rebel Moon. Uh, but ultimately, the connection had to come from the organic nature of the story. Mm-hmm. That in itself, where I could really feel the resonance of uh, the continent of Africa mm-hmm. coming off the page, right? Yeah. So the geopolitical tentacles has been holding that continent back for centuries. Now, you know, came alive in this story of yeah. Rebel Moon. Yeah. yeah, you see some real world stories kind yes. of taking place in this fantasy yeah. world. Yeah. And what's so beautiful too is you both talked about it: the authenticity, the 
honesty where you can connect because mm -hmm. then that sincerity yeah. comes out in your performances. Yeah. Um, I asked you guys how you connected with these characters. Mm -hmm. I'd love to know on the flip side, what are you taking away from these characters? Have you learned anything about yourself from playing these characters or discovered something new about yourself? I talk way too much. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's one of the things I have definitely learned. I learned that sometimes it's better to wait and the answer listen. will come to you yeah. into this. Well, I think, uh, you know, with any uh, films you're, you're part of, uh, you know, and certainly as an actor, you are the instrument of interpretation. Mm -hmm. And so given that, or some part of that story is going to be left in you, yeah. and some part of you is going to be left in that story. And, um, yeah. That's a beautiful way to wrap this yeah. interview. Thank you both so much Thank for joining. It was an absolute honor to meet you both. So glad you enjoyed it. Awesome. We'll see you at part two. Next up is my interview with Sophia Putella and Ed Scrine. Such a pleasure to meet you. How are you both doing today? Great. Man. Yeah. I just said to Sophia, you know what? We've got to enjoy every moment and every last interview of this mm. because this is our last day. And even though it's a celebration and a relief, mm -hmm. yeah. it's also like, you know, it's been, it's been, it's been lovely. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Awesome. Well, I, had, I was fortunate enough to attend the premiere last night. Uh, your performances from both of you were outstanding. Cora is 100% a hero that is a badass that I can just root for. Mm -hmm. And I got to say, Ed, Atticus, he's a villain you love to hate so much. Mm -hmm. How do you go about connecting with the characters to, to bring them to life? Sophia, why don't we start with you? Um, how do I go about connecting? I, I just have to find the elements that, that I understand, even if I don't agree. Mm -hmm. But to go about that, I just read the script over and over and over, spend time with it. Mm -hmm. And with Cora, it was necessary that I spent time in the, in, the, in the stunt room with everybody, and I wanted to hold a gun, and I wanted to, I wanted to get to a place of exhaustion. Yeah. I wanted to get, I needed to work against something. Mm -hmm. I didn't want things to be too easy. I would go the extra, I would do the extra, um, abs, or I want. I just wanted to be in that place. And sometimes I, when I when I when I work against something like that, especially for a character with so much with that kind of depth, with that kind of past, with that amount of trauma, I wanted. I need to work against something. Right. So that was helpful, and also just talking a lot with Zach and exchanging about the intention and and where we're coming from when it comes to this character. There's an element in movie number two that we will find out that I had a hard time grasping you know, uh, on and I, I just did not know how to go about that one aspect and it took me a while. It, it's something that was, to me, I just did not know how a human being could come back from something right. like that. And and I, and I was able to, I think, to come to my senses and, and it all made sense and I understood it but it took me a while mm. it took me a while but I had you just have to spend time with it I guess yeah. that's how. live with it right? yeah. yeah live with it spend time with it how about yourself Ed because like again your Atticus is just like you love to hate him like he's so intense and you have this great scene with Corey that just kind of sets the tone in this in the movie for for the kind of villain that you are how do you how do you build that character and connect them you know you start it starts kind of analytically um as soon as you get the screenplay, right. you know, trying to understand what the screenwriter and director, which happens to be the same, same person, person yeah. um, wants you to achieve, to understand what your position is in the story, how you're serving the protagonist and, and the narrative as a whole. Mm -hmm. um, and then, you know, it's always about the help of the crew, mm -hmm. you know? So Spider, my stunt double, really helped me inform my physicality, the way I held the staff. And right. we'd experiment with 
with kind of different rules of how I, how I would walk and, and what I would do at certain times. And, you know, Stephanie, um, head of uh, costume designer, you know, we would have the, the most incredible, like, brainstorming sessions and we were so on the same page. And um, I look back on those sessions, it's like, this is what creativity is all about, you know? Um, collaboration. Yeah, collaboration, like, yeah, you know, this scene, like, you know, I, want this, I need to have the sleeves rolled up, we got to show this and, you know, the scene before is this. And then for the final battle and then part two, there's decisions that we've made, which are just, you know, you're going to see. I love <laughs> And so, you know, it becomes informed by all these different stages. And then last but not least, especially with this, it's like you have all the, this stuff in your head conceptually is that, and then you get opposite mm -hmm. the actors and it becomes real, real. it becomes something else. Mm -hmm. You see choices that they're making and it kind of changes what you're doing and changes the way you do it. But I suppose I, 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 um, I, 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 I really want to feel informed when I step on set so that I can just let go and go into um, flow state and and do something different every take and kind of push the uh, person op opposite me push their buttons um, as much as possible not just for my benefit or, or, or for the editor's benefit for my character but for them mm -hmm. to understand what they need from the scene and if they need their buttons pushed then you know they, that's it let's push some buttons well that's awesome you, again your performances were outstanding and they were just so real and authentic and they came from a really honest place so that's why i wanted to ask you just how you find that so again thank you so much for taking the time to join us on the geek centric podcast it was an absolute honor to meet you guys and thank you thank Thanks, you man. awesome thank thanks you. so much now my last interview is with the visionary director writer producer and cinematographer mr Zack snyder Zach Snyder, uh, can't believe I'm here sitting with you talking to you. Uh, this is absolutely great. Awesome. Um, I want to start by just asking, you know, this movie is massive in scope and scale, and you have great experience with working with massive movies and massive IPs in the past. Uh, how did those experiences help inform you taking on Rebel Moon and building something wholly original? Uh, they were absolutely key for me uh, as far as I guess, you know, even just doing like um, Man of Steel, starting from Watchmen, mm -hmm. frankly, or even 300, if you yeah, want to, if yeah. you want to go, I would go all the way back. There, yeah. um, the fact that we have the making of art book for pretty much any movie I've ever made kind of is testament to the amount of world building we've done in the past. Mm -hmm. um, and when it came to this, um, we ended up with two making of books because it's so insane. Um, but all of that, um sort of the normal methodology we use with like how i the cadence i have with concept artists mm -hmm. and the cadence i have with the costume designers and 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 you know that kind of back and forth and how i draw and they draw and i draw and we have a conversation through illustration and and photo reference and all sorts of things that's really like a very it's a learned skill but it's also a very real skill and uh, it's really allowed me to kind of have a shorthand and also a, because you need a shorthand when you're doing that much volume. Absolutely. You know? So yeah. yeah, thank God I had that training because yeah, it'd be really hard otherwise. Oh, I can I can imagine, and I love that you you know in this production you seem to wear so many different hats. You know, you're your writer, your producer, your cinematographer, mm -hmm. your director. Um, you know, why was it so important to take on all those roles? And is there any role that you still or you're still learning from or you find challenging? Yeah, I feel like look, the truth is. They're all challenging. Yeah. 
um, sort of director, cameraman, director, cinematographer as a singular position mm -hmm. is, a, I find, really interesting. Mm -hmm. um, I find them really closely linked, you yes. know, from, from my point of view. Right. Uh, and so, uh, but the challenge is, of course, what I like to do is blur the line between the two mm -hmm. and it makes the, it makes, without trying to really separate them, when you really separate them, it's much harder, mm -hmm. you know, because you have, the responsibilities are really split. Yes. But when I really jam them together, I... I you start it, to bleed the lines. Right? Yeah. And yeah. then I'm sort of, so I'm learning in sort of a new craft of this cameraman, yeah. director cameraman sort yeah. of position. So yeah, that, that's well, a challenging skill. I can, I can imagine. And also like just commenting on your camera work like i've always loved how you can go deep focus but then you also go really shallow mm. and you really do love to focus on like the details of every shot so there's there's a nice balance between that that you see in in a movie like this because there's just such an epic scope to it okay. um you know this is obviously a, a a big franchise there's there's more stories to tell um what are you hoping people will take away from rebel moon yeah i i hope that they take away well first that they have been enjoying they enjoy the experience of watching the movie, but that they are um, left with uh, some questions that that and some hunger to uh, you know for more. And yeah. I think that that's really you know the best sort of franchisable ideas really are all about that kind of momentum, mm -hmm. you know, kind of driving you, yeah. satisfying you, but driving you, you know, yeah. constantly. And I think that this world really has a great uh that 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 idea is is pretty custom to this yeah. to the world that we created here wow. that you finish the movie but be like ready to go yeah that's awesome well listen i really value the time that i had here to chat Thank with you. you uh i've haven't been doing this long uh but talking to filmmakers i have a bucket list and you are 100 percent on that list so today oh, i get to cross that awesome. off so i really appreciate zach <laughs> awesome thanks man And we are back. Uh, Justin, uh, again, I, I said before we cut to the interviews, I, I, I was super proud of you. I was super impressed uh, with the, these interviews, with the, with the look of these interviews. This is yeah. like quality looked very dapper. The quality was great. The, it looked like part of the parts of the set almost at the, you yeah. know, while you were there. Um, and uh, and yeah, I, you can sort of see within this entire cast sort of. Um, I think the, the, the concept and, and the question of, you know, sort of how did you find your character or, or you know, how, what did you take away from your character? There's you can tell that they are all very personally invested uh, in each of these characters. Um, and uh, and I think the 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 thing that sort of hit me the most was just seeing all of their responses. You can tell that they're really they're really thinking they're really you know these aren't <laughs> canned responses. They were they were taking the time to actually answer you uh, and, and think about what they were saying. And we joked about it on the Percy Jackson interview. You know, I, you're the fun, lighthearted, good cop. I'm the introspective, <laughs> like, make you think, give you ums, bad cop. Um, to your point of what you mentioned, like, I like asking questions that allow for more of a, a process thought to it. And that's what I appreciated from each of their responses is that they found a way to share how they connected with their characters to bring them to life because their performances are 100% one of the highlights from this movie. Mm -hmm. uh, I think their commitment to their role and understanding their characters shows. Now, 
when we do our spoiler-free review, I might have more to say about that in regards in relation to the overall story. But that was my angle in terms of approaching these interviews is to talk about them as these characters, both how they connected and also what they're taking away. And I thought that was just a great strategy to have going into these interviews. And and for some of them, I didn't even get to both questions. You know, with with Sophia and Ed, they, they talked so in-depthly about connecting with their characters. But at the end of the day, I think it created a sense of continuity for us to understand their investment and what they really do appreciate from their from these characters that they've played. And I mean, I if you're listening to this with headphones on, you probably heard it too. Jaimon's voice is so uh, deep and booming. Like the moment he starts talking, after he actually got a chance to talk, because as Staz <laughs> said, he, he talked way too much. I appreciate Staz. I think he's just a ball of energy. And he is so excited about this movie. And even as you know these these this was held at, at a hotel as we were moving through the different junket rooms you know you, you'd see him he said thanks to me he said thanks mm-hmm. to other people uh, he's just so outgoing and he yeah. he's he's so invested so i think that 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 ball of energy just it leaps off of the the screen and into the, into your heart so it's really great well and i love that you know you did you did try with a with a, a fun question and managed to uh stump uh cleo and eve but ray coming in with the with the james brown i thought was a good answer for for his character so yeah um so that's a lot of fun <laughs> i guess i guess that again i'll take the win for for stumping them but i appreciated the fact that they at least you know uh, took the time to to at least try to think about it, but that I was they were just. But dude, I think they I've were been so there, Listen, you know, I uh, I've been there before. Cleo, don't feel too bad. You know, I think we've all been in that situation, especially like as I've been playing a lot more board games lately, where it's like you know, name a color, and you're like, I can't think of any colors. <laughs> like, right, <laughs> like, absolutely. You know, all the songs just drip from her head when you're yeah. sort of put on the spot like that. Um, yeah. but I also wanted to shout out uh, you know, the your your chat with Sophia and Ed. I think. Um, Sophia talking about challenging herself and exerting herself. You can see that in, in her performance for sure with this movie and in every sense of the word. A hundred percent. I think that's, that's very much like a, uh, a mantra to, to Cora in this film Mm -hmm. is that she just, she keeps pushing. She just keeps going. Um, and, and I think that, you know, that to find that what's really nice is that this question will give you different responses based on process. You know, some people will say, oh, I looked at the script and that all the details were there. And it was just a matter right. of, you know, aligning this, what I read to what, you know, with with what Zach had in store and what he anticipated and kind of finding it that way. Um, I, I think that the, 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 the process to which you, you, you find these characters that have so much history, have so much lore and have so much that we as viewers don't know. You know, mm-hmm. that has to come from a place. So like with with uh, Jaimont, I really appreciated how he was able to connect uh, with with almost the real the real qualities of something that that connects back to him and his story um, mm-hmm. and, and, and his existence. And I, I love that, that 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 still finds a that's that that can still find a place in this sci fi fantasy genre. And it was great to see, uh, I think, both Ed and Sophia sort of commenting or mostly Ed commenting on the the idea that, you know, this is a. This is the end for now for them, but it's you know they've already filmed both movies, uh, and they brought they brought up uh, part two quite a bit in the interview, which was interesting. Um, but I think you know them sort of uh, taking the time to reflect on the fact that like okay this, they're putting this world away for a long time until uh, next year apparently when part two uh, is going to happen. Um, but I also want to jump in just and and just kind of as we wrap up talk about 
obviously the 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 big the big one the interview with Zach. If you are listening to this uh, on your podcast service of choice and not watching it on YouTube, go check out the interviews on YouTube. Uh, I was telling Justin that this kind of looks like you have like he has his own talk show because there's like it's like a full like jib camera like moving around like that's it's it, the production value for this interview is insane. Oh, the production value was insane. First, the the set of it was pretty much uh, ripped from the movie. They had like a sort of volume screen in the background uh, with some uh, props in the foreground and then two chairs and us. And then there was a three camera unit where it was on me, on on Zach, and then a wide of of the two of us that just gently slid back and forth uh, on, our, on our track. And um, it was probably the coolest experience. I did a little color grading to it as well to kind of amp up the sort of the as cinematic. Zach probably would, right? Exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. exactly my thought process. <laughs> Thank you, Nate. Um, but yeah, it's definitely an interview for the books. I, I this was my first interview. So this was the uh, obviously the edition, as I mentioned. But this yeah. was my first interview of the of morning, the and day. I was hoping I would oh, work. Wow towards it rather than kicking it off so i was definitely fanboy like you could see i like i just i i can't believe i'm sitting across from Zack snyder like yeah. i saw zach the night before i said congratulations on the movie shook yeah. his hand that's about it and then yeah. here i am now talking to him and i wanted to definitely uh, so ask cool. him some some questions uh and i i had tons written i really really hope that i can uh get another opportunity to ask him some more questions um but i'm so grateful for the time that i had with him as i said like i haven't been doing interviews long been fortunate enough this past year to do a lot uh and last year obviously building being kind of being the beginning but this year has been really really big for geek centric in interviews mm -hmm. and to have like a sort of a bucket list and 100% Zack Snyder has is on that list of of directors that you'd want to talk to it's it's great scratch it right off as he does. well you'll so. you'll be chatting with him again i'm sure for for part 2 um so. you know when that comes around uh, and i i can imagine you know i i enjoyed sort of the the question that you did ask him about sort of uh, tackling multiple roles and the challenges that come along with it but i thought it was really interesting is is learning something new uh from sort of bringing those experiences those roles together uh instead of focusing on them as as sort of separate exactly. things and so mm -hmm. i thought that was really cool and and i think you know i think it it kind of shows and and speaks to whenever you hear about like actors in the industry who you know they really want to put on different hats like as a writer or as a director or as a producer um and I, it makes sense you, you sort of get to get that understanding from his answers of sort of like why someone would want to approach it that way but even more so the idea that you can learn something different when when sort of when you hyper focus on on putting those roles together uh mm -hmm. is really interesting and really intriguing and again it just speaks to i think him as a you know he he is a visionary you know what i mean say what you will about if you love yeah. all of his films or not uh he is a visionary filmmaker and uh and it's just cool to sort of I, again, I'm just I'm at a which loss is, for words because it's so cool that you got to chat with them. <laughs> yeah, which is why the set was as epic as it was, right? right? Like it just <laughs> yeah. it fit the profile. So, um, but yeah, that was uh, that was this was a really great time. Again, I, I can't thank Netflix, Netflix Canada, and for inviting us. This is was such a surreal experience. It felt it moved so quickly, and um, yeah, it was. I'm very grateful that we were had the opportunity to do this. Like humbled.
So good. So good. Uh, well, that is it for this special Behind the Geeks episode for Rebel Moon Part 1, A Child of Fire. Again, massive, huge, epic thanks uh, to Netflix, as Justin was saying, and Netflix Canada, Touchwood PR. Uh, we're so humbled when we when we get the opportunity to talk to any of the talented folks who make the things we love. And I I cannot wait, and, I, and I'm, I'm manifesting again. It seems like the powers of manifestation seem to be working for us lately. Um, so I'm going to manifest that one day we we will all get the chance uh, here at Geekcentric to travel somewhere for an experience like this one as a as a Geekcentric group. Um, yep. But again, Justin, I before I move on again, I'm just super proud of what you were able to do, what you were able to bring, uh, and uh, and I I think there's just going to be we're going to have. I, I really do think we're going to have more experiences like this in the future, and I can't wait to see what we do. But keep in mind, we also have a ton of other episodes covering our recent releases with spoiler-free reviews for A24 and Elevation Pictures, The Iron Claw. Uh, we also have reviews for Chicken Run, Dawn of the Nugget, Leave the World Behind, Haya Miyazaki's The Boy and the Heron, and Scott Pilgrim takes off uh, we also have some great interviews out now like our most recent interviews before these ones uh with uh the cast of percy jackson and the olympians uh this was justin and i we had this is our first time uh getting to do a shared interview where we were both mm -hmm. in the room at the same time uh mm -hmm. and that was a lot of fun getting to riff and chat with each other as we yep. were chatting with uh leah uh sava jeffries um, Aryan Simhadri and Walker Scobell from Percy Jackson and the Olympians. We talked about what they what they will take away from their characters. We also got to talk about what it was like to work on the volume stage, uh, which I guess, Justin, you've technically sort of almost worked on a volume stage now. Like uh, half. It was a half volume. OK, um, <laughs> it was at half volume. Um, and we also asked uh, those lovely folks from Percy Jackson uh, what half of speaking of halves, what half of what animal uh, they would like to be. And we got some pretty interesting answers, including Justin's that I thought was pretty cute. Uh, so be sure to check out that interview and all of our interviews, either here on your podcast service of choice or over on YouTube at YouTube.com slash geek centric as we get to the end of the year um i if, if you can't tell already by listening to this and if you've gotten all the way to this uh part of the podcast we are so happy to be doing what we're doing here on the podcast and it's it's uh, a huge part and thanks to uh, our incredible listeners and um you know we might have one more episode out or, or one or two i'm not sure before uh, the holidays, but in case we you know you don't hear from us uh, we here at geek centric want to wish everyone listening a very happy holidays, a very happy new year. Stay safe. Uh, have a good time with your loved ones and hold them close. Uh, we cannot wait for what 2024 has in store. Uh, and we hope that you'll join us on that journey together. So continue to tune in and uh, we will see you in the new year. Justin, thank you so much for joining me for this Hollywood sized Behind the Geeks episode. And as we say, love ya. Peace. <laughs>